0: Welcome to the Human Size Podcast. I'm Zach.
1: I'm Crystal. And today we're going to talk about why being an effective leader isn't always being a healthy leader. So in leadership, sometimes trying to slow down and take care of ourselves seems like it's sacrificing our efficiency of the roles that we have to fulfill. But really that not taking care of ourselves is going to derail our efficiency at some point. But it is really hard in the context of leadership when people are, expect you to fulfill a role or you have expectations of yourself to slow down. And wh- why is that so hard to balance being a healthy person <laughs> and being an effective leader? Or is it?
0: Yeah. Chris and I were talking beforehand, I'm in a little bit of an unhealthy place, right, at the, the moment in time. Um, and But it's but it's because I'm being an effective leader, and mm-hmm. running around and caring. And we were just discussing that. I think to be healthy doesn't it long term affects our leadership, but short term unhealth gets that ball moving. Yeah. Um, we both, Crystal and I, we can work very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I could work seven days a week. I could work fourteen hour days. It will catch up to me. But in the moment, it, it's getting momentum and going. And as a leader, it's like, ooh, I'm effective.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a drug, too, like, you know, because there is approval in that. There is just a fact that you've accomplished. You see success in the moment. Um, and being an effective leader doesn't just right over equal being an unhealthy person, I think. Yeah. The, the temptation is, is that all those things that you, can, you do to be effective leader and you just push harder and harder and harder and not take care of the person, then you're, then you're leading into that um, unhealthy space. And it's so easy to do in leadership because there's so much to do. Um, I know I recently just hit a really, really dark spot a few months ago and everything was going well around me. And that was what was so hard It's like, I'm doing the things I want to do and things are going well in most spaces of my life. But I was just so empty. And and really, I came down to realizing that I wasn't having deep relationships. I wasn't having – not that I didn't have them available to me even. I didn't have space for them. And I wasn't resting well. I wasn't taking time for life-giving. But it was really a juxtaposition when everything else was going well. And I just felt so – and then honestly, this is, I think, why why it's such a danger with leadership is it's hard to stop the train and everybody's on board because they don't know what's going on on the inside. Everything's going well. You're meeting needs. People are happy. You're often serving other people. And so to step back and take care of yourself, it means removing some of those other good things <laughs> that are keeping you afloat and sometimes having reactions from others who may or may not understand depending on how you present it to them.
0: Yeah, totally true. And you said at the beginning, like a drug, it kind of is like, I am addicted to momentum. Like, I love it. It makes my heart so happy. And, uh, but the problem is I need to take breaks. And, but that's the last thing I want to do when the ball is moving. Yeah. I don't want to take time for these other things because it took so much to get this momentum going. And um as we're talk thank goodness we have this podcast and this friendship, Crystal, because you know, I'm in a vulnerable spot this morning and I wasn't even aware of it until we kind of were just talking about stuff. And what happens in leadership, I think this is why we see so many pastors um, do moral failures, mm-hmm. right? And I think in the business world, it's just as common, but not frowned upon as much, uh, because, oh, they're not spiritually leading, but it's the same problem of leading the organization, leading whatever you are and being a healthy person sometimes goes together, but oftentimes it does not like it eventually pours out and you see it, it yeah. destroy something.
1: Yeah, like on the other side, like to flip the equation, I guess what we're saying is being an effective leader does not equal being a healthy person, being successful in that realm. (laughs) And you have to be aware because people aren't going to see it. You're the you're the one who's going to know it before they do. They're going to see it when you crash. (laughs) They're going to see it when it comes out sideways. And if you have um, relationships where people can speak into you, which often happens in leadership, that you don't have those because people don't know how to speak to you. That would see it because you have authority over them or depending on their personality, all kinds of factors, right? But that's what I think why that happens, not just in pastoral leadership. It does happen a lot. I think the church has a problem with that, with uh, effective leaders grow really quick um, without the character building to go along with that, of being able to manage and um, take care of that. But um, I think it happens in all realms, you know, where someone's a super effective leader in their organization and they go home and that doesn't carry with them that, um things that would make them successful in their home truly and that comes out eventually or in the leadership you know where things crash down and you hear people stepping out of leadership and then you hear the real story of in the rooms behind closed doors of how things came out and we could villainize those people but i think we we're all um we're all a few steps away from that in leadership if we're not caring for ourselves of losing it of treating people with anger because we're we're at the end of ourselves. Our cup's not filled. We're angry. <laughs> Emotions, get, you know, go up. I know I've been in places like that where my empathy and my care in the moment just breaks because I I'm I'm depleted.
0: Yeah, when I start, I've noticed when it's appearing in my life is now that I'm looking back on my last week. It's when I'm expecting things of people that isn't really theirs to give, whether it's at times expecting my God, my God, my, <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, my wife to be what only God can be for me, and saying who I am and my identity, or expecting people I lead to care upline for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and these type of things are when I realize, okay, I'm in a vulnerable, unhealthy spot, and I'm running at a pace that's not sustainable. And what's funny is, yeah we were talking we didn't record a episode that day, Crystal, but we were talking even two weeks ago, and my realization was my pace is not manageable, yeah, and I have reduced my pace, and it's still not manageable. And I think I am so unaware because of this like, hey, this is what makes me an effective leader, I can go and yeah. shut part of me off and i I was telling I'm forming a YouTube channel and stuff right now and doing all that. well. I was like, okay, I'm not going to record uh, the 120 videos I did in 30 days. I'm going to only record twice a day. And then this, the other day I told Ra- my wife that, hey, I realized only one a day. And then this morning I told her, Rach, I think I'm just going to record three or four a week. And my idea Amen. of what healthy was was so skewed.
1: <laughs> right. Because you got caught up in the, the momentum.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I was getting momentum. Oh, subscribers were coming. Oh, I got to keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, it's hard to stop that train. It's so hard. Like I know I've been doing this thing. I'm really trying to press into some spiritual care, and I'm doing this process with other um, people of healthy habits. And like I've been a believer for 20 plus years, and you know, having that relationship with God as a in Christ is a big part of it. And you have to care for that like any other relationship. And but having that habit every day. Has always been a struggle, at least a consistent one. So I'm trying to really do this thing called chair time, where you sit and you just listen to God. Because like mm. we do not listen to God. <laughs> like he he is always there, always you know speaking. He knows everything about everything. But like even in our prayers is often like, here's all my stuff. Here's what I think. God, can you do something about it? But anyway, so 15 minutes. It's not that long. I'm trying to not only have a time where I sit down and take care of myself spiritually and meet God, but listen. And it's been a wrestling match because I get up and like I want to do that, but I'm thinking I got stuff to do, like I got this this thing's going. People are counting on me. This this needs to get done. My kids need this. This project is like we're overdue on this project, and it is so hard. And I feel like if you know the Bible, there's a story of um, Jacob, one of the biblical characters, people, and him wrestling with God on a um, a shoreline for an evening. You know, a sinful man and God. I don't know. Um, how to even break that down. But like, I feel that wrestling of like my soul and my, my flesh, like I can't even sit still and let God care for me because this whirlwind and it just feels so urgent and it feels so, and it is because, you know, people are going to be let down sometimes and you're not going to get the successful drug. Like it's good. It's going well. But at the same time, your soul is breaking because you can't sit down and let God care for you or let yourself rest like you were designed for. And it's like right there at your fingertips, but yet the whirlwind just like sucks it up.
0: Yes. And no one's going to cheer for you as a leader when you're like, Hey, I'm not going to be there for you because I need to care for myself. Right. And so like, there's all these other things wrapped in it. And, um, you know, as you were talking, it's just like, aha uh-huh moments are going off for me. So I might even get emotional on this podcast. I'll be okay with it. But uh, <laughs> but as you were just talking about chair time, I do the pause app every morning, similar concepts yeah. uh-huh. and where I'm listening to God. And I've been so distracted that I haven't been fully engaging with it. I've been doing it, uh-huh. but I have, I mean, my mind's still whirling. I'm thinking about other things and Yeah. It, that is a red flag leader. If you're listening and you're in that spot, it's a red flag I've been ignoring until um, yeah. Crystal was just sharing. And I was like, oh shoot. <laughs>
1: how do you, so I, that's something I'm, I'm struggling with that too. Like with the thoughts, just like assaulting you when you're trying to. And so I'm like, I'm trying to like tell those thoughts off, <laughs> like ninja kick them out. Like, I don't have to worry about you right now. Um And I think that's almost like a mental muscle. Like, so now that we recognize it, like how, how do you, combat that and and bring that time back into, like, true rest and richness.
0: Yeah, I think for me, when I'm doing it right, (laughs) (laughs) when when I'm successful at it, I guess is maybe a better way to say it, um, is practicing that benevolent detachment. And I think, you know, I was talking to a friend yesterday, actually, about, um, man, this anxiety stuff, I wish it was just more black and white. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not. It's gray. And a lot of times... That benevolent detachment, God, what am I holding? What do I need to give to you um, that I'm holding? I have to do that in that process of, hey, is this me just thinking through things or am I, and usually it's not. Usually I am carrying things Mm -hmm. in an anxiety level that I'm not even aware of until I ask God to reveal it to me.
1: Oh, That's good. Yeah. And so, my, so many times, like for me, like things that they feel so urgent and I feel like it's a control thing for me a lot. I think that's one of the core things I struggle with and like thinking about it is control over it and being able to sit down and say, like when I am dealing with those thoughts, I'm like, I don't have to worry about this right now. Like I'm not going to whatever happens. Um, and I have to like lay that down, but it feels like, um, I think it's a letting go of control, which mm-hmm. is such a silly thing. Cause you can't think your way through a lot of things, like th- worrying about something, thinking about it. Um, I also am finding the help of doing this process with others. It's in this program called followers made and having accountability. And I'm having to, I'm having to choose, like I have the accountability, but I'm having to really wrestle through, like, how do I be honest about this? Cause I have as a leader and as a church leader, I'm so I'm like in the context I lead in, there's just, yeah. there is this, uh, you know, shame. There's this expectation you should do this well. This shouldn't be a problem for you. You work for a church, you worked for a church for 12 years. You've been a believer for a couple decades. This shouldn't be a struggle. <laughs> but then I'm like, if I really care and I want to really grow in this and I want to be healthy and be able to overcome, I need to press into being honest with these people and say, this is still a struggle for me. Like I'm having a struggle doing this and not getting, putting it aside to get things done, um, doing it well. But it is like, I think that's a leadership thing. Like being vulnerable is really hard. Um, especially when it shows weakness.
0: Yeah. And mine's, mine's not control. Mine's approval. Um, Mm -hmm. where I just get totally hung up on. I mean, that's, Mine. But as I was, as we're just processing, this just came in my mind where as a leader, we are reproducing ourselves. Like you can't Mm -hmm. help it. Just if you lead, you are reproducing yourselves. And maybe something we could ask ourselves is like, what is the product I want to reproduce? Because I don't want a successful business that has people falling like flies and failing at home and um, unhealthy. Like, and w- those things get approved of in the world. I mean, I'm not going to mention some of the names that <laughs> just entered my mind of like entrepreneurs that people want to be like. But
1: oh, come on. Let's let's <laughs> out them right here.
0: But, but, <laughs> Accountability. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that's right. But uh, like, I don't want to be like that. I want my business to be a good thing, but I want my yeah. family to care for me more. I want to see great grandkids someday. Like those mm-hmm. are values that no one else is going to prop up. Only I can.
1: Yeah that's a huge, a huge perspective or focus right there. Like just no matter how much you want something, you're going to reproduce what you're living out. Even if you're telling people something different. And I think of, you know, even that whirlwind of like, I don't want people to be rushed to not taking time for themselves, but I see that in people I lead when I'm at that pace. And I, I see that I, I meet that pace in people I follow. Um, and it's like, it's almost like being on the freeway. <laughs> you're trying to, to merge. And I also, you know, be I've been on the other side of when people are in that. And as much as they are caring and have a caring words and you know they care about you, you feel um, like you're just bouncing off their energy as they're going from one thing to the next and they're not present with you and you feel that. Um, and I think that that reality and, like, the depth of, like, what really matters coming back to that is so huge. And we're not going to be able to teach one thing and live out another and expect our kids or the people that we lead to do what we say. They're always going to do what we do.
0: Yeah. This is a reality slap this morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think, but you had said it, we were getting ready. Like this isn't like, Oh, we figured out something's wrong. I think this is the struggle. This is the life struggle. And it probably, it permeates every part of our life. You know, you could not be a, in a leadership, you could be in a home and be task oriented all the time, or just in a yeah. whirlwind of even worry, um, and not be healthy. And that's gonna break one day. And when we say health, what is even health? I think I think we're talking right. about being, um, be what what is health, Zach? I don't even know. Maybe we should figure that out.
0: Well, I don't know. You know, in the anxiety stuff, we're talking yeah. about like to be calm, aware, and present. And I think yeah. if nothing else, just that health line alone Uh fixes this issue right like or sets alarms like you're not that
1: (laughs) yeah and and in that like part of being that is this but like understanding our humanness and what it is to be human and for us it's having that relationship of knowing that we know that God is the source of all the things that we're not big enough (laughs) to carry um, and letting him be that source like letting him be the source as God not our wife or our husband or the goals that yeah. we have, but, and then taking time to receive that. He never stops giving that, but I think we stop receiving it because we fill it with other things.
0: Well, cause, cause I think for me, I fall into the trap of uh, my false belief, right? So, yeah, um, I believe in my head that, um, it's God that changes things. It's God that changes the people I lead. It's God that changes me. It's God that, um, provides but I live like it's me. Mm -hmm. And that's when I get into the trap is when I live out of that false belief that I need to accomplish stuff that I need to do, that my identity rests in something other than him. Yeah, And it just perpetuates this false behavior that can get success in the, in the short term.
1: And it's rewarded in this world in the short term. And so it's, you know, every day, no matter how much we become aware, and we will get better at it if we're practicing it and aware of it, but it's always going to be there. The wrestling match and the temptation is always going to be there, but we can get better at recognizing and um, not getting to a place where we're weak. I think that's the thing, too, is when you really are caring for yourself and putting these you know, if you need to have more people pouring into you or if you need to have more space and more margin and you're actually doing that every day, I think you get more even and it's a little bit easier because you're not as depleted, but it's still going to be a wrestling match and it's easy for something to knock you off the track and then you end up back in the whirlwind, but you can always come back to these healthy habits of taking time for yourself, taking time for God, having margin, having people that you can go to for support.
0: Yeah, and even though the podcast today is not about this, um, you kind of said it right at the end where, you know, the reason we're actually recording this and having this conversation and Zach's not in full meltdown mode is because of friendship. It's because we were, we had an appointment to do this together and just in talking, it kind of was like, oh crud, I'm not where I thought, <laughs> thought I yeah. was. And so if if you're leading in any capacity, it's a lonely thing. It can be very lonely. And we need to be intentional with putting people in our lives that will call out um, before the burnout happens, before destruction happens. Um, Yeah. Friendship is massively underrated in America
1: right now. Yeah.
0: Massively.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So what we say every week, and man, especially in this, because we're two humans here recording, um, (laughs) you're going to fail in this and continue to fail forward. You got this. Thanks for joining us on the Human Size Podcast. Join Zach and Crystal next time as they discuss what it takes to be present with people. Now go have a great day. If you would like to learn more or just want to reach out, you can touch base with Zach at his website, ZachariahNewman.com or email him at ZachariahNewman at gmail.com. You can also touch base with Crystal at ChristWeShare.com or her email, crystal at christweshare.com. The Human Size Podcast is produced by Adam Stanett and can be reached at drone at gmail.com. S-I-L-V-I-P-I drone at gmail.com or the website sylvipidrone.com.